who is it Dave or is it Betsy? Betsy? All right, good. She's better than Dave. Uh, Betsy Smith. Betsy, good morning. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, Garrett. How are you? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Thank you. You and your husband, of course, uh, law enforcement for years and years and years. You go around the country training law enforcement all over. All the law enforcement. Every time I uh, I speak to law enforcement, no matter what it is, if it's Border Patrol, sheriffs, deputies, police officers, they're like, I can't believe those guys actually listen to you and call into the show. And I'm like, well, thanks. So uh, <laughs> very cool that you guys are doing this. So what's your take on this whole situation? Well, I tell you, you got and you got Dave here as well, and I, I'll tell you, we uh, we're so frustrated, and and we want people to remember that this started with Colin Kaepernick yep. trying to impress his Black Lives Matter girlfriend last year by taking a knee to protest police brutality, which is is a lie. It's just a lie, and I'm going to let Dave chime in here. Okay. Yeah, you, well, Garrett, the problem I see with this is you just hit it on the head. They keep telling us, well, we need a conversation about social justice, and they tell us to shut up and listen. And no one knows. America sits there bewildered, wondering, what, what are they protesting? It, it's, it's law enforcement. They have got their, their idea. What they're questioning in social justice is our supposed uh, this mass uh, extermination of black males by law enforcement. And, of course, there's no such thing. It's absurd. It's all based on lies and and that statistically, we, we you're much more likely uh, to be hit by lightning than, than than for a black man who's unarmed to be killed by a law enforcement officer. And but that's their whole debate. And again, this has become a bizarre freedom of speech for me, but not for thee. Exactly. And that's the thing. President Trump said what we're all thinking, not just law enforcement officers, but the whole country. You know what? If these guys don't want to stand for the anthem, then get out. You're fired. And we don't want our sports politicized. Just like you don't want your coffee politicized from Starbucks, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't want to discuss race relations or anything else when I watch my football. I just want to watch football. Yeah. So what's the feedback you guys? Thing, sports yeah. and coffee, right? Exactly. Well, you know, you don't want to go to your, like I said, you don't want to go to your dry cleaner. You know, you you don't want to go to your kids' daycare or school and be told what to do and what to think and all this other stuff. Um, but right. so what? What's the what's the feeling you're getting? Because I know you had a, a Facebook post that had like six thousand shares. What's the feeling right. amongst Half uh, law enforcement? Views. Half wow. a million views. That's law enforcement. Wow. That's our community, and and the thing is, they're all saying the same thing. Look, uh, this boycott for us from law enforcement started long ago when those four Rams ran on the field with their hands up. That's where it started. We knew it was a lie, and that's continued to spread. And and the problem I have is is that this whole thing, they're saying, at least trying to justify it with this social justice, which, again, they never define it. And CNN and and, and MSNBC and the other syncophants, they just repeat it mindlessly and then say, if you doubt this, then you're just not permitted to speak because you obviously have some character flaw. And that's Americans are mad about that as a mass. But law enforcement's set up. Yeah, they are. You guys are set up. And, and, and you know, if you look at it, I mean, the black on more white people kill more white people, more black people kill more black people. That's just the way it is. And as a matter of fact, I remember one of the stats and I was I was trying to look it up again. Um the stats are show that actually more whites are killed. I know there are more whites than blacks, but even percentage-wise, more whites are killed by police. And I don't want to bring this about the police and, and everything else, and because every every situation is unique. And you know, the police—you guys know this—you go into situations you don't even know what to expect, and, and the police lives are on the line. So it's you know, it, you can't just all of a sudden, well, they they shouldn't be killing, dude. You get out there, and and you you put your life on the line with some nut job, and you don't know what's going to happen. 
It's crazy. Well, Garrett, we're, Garrett, we're not killing. Here's the problem. This is all based on lies. This is all a. a this is all created by. Uh, and quite honestly, let's go back when the when our last president kept constantly mm-hmm. stepping in, always against law enforcement. The media, the elites, and the mob got together and decided law enforcement's all bad actors. And the problem is, there's no statistical proof to that. That is a absolute lie. Yes, a small percentage of people killed unarmed are black men, and they're resisting. Are there, remember, no law enforcement officer goes into a fight that doesn't involve a gun. That officer must retain re- that weapon. And this is part of the problem, is it's almost becoming default setting to resist law as if that's some social cause, and it's not. And that leads to chaos and anarchy, and, what they, and, and that's part of the problem. I mean, when they say social justice, literally, they have no clear definition other than law enforcement's brutality, which is a lie. Exactly. You know, I'm looking at it right now again. Uh, data compiled by the Washington Post says 50% of the victims of fatal police shootings were white, while 26% were black. And the majority of the victims had a gun or were armed or otherwise threatening the officer with potentially lethal force, according to Heather McDonald, an expert who did all kinds of research uh, and actually came out with a book on this stuff. You know, we like facts. Yes. That's what a lot, we, we like facts. Well, exactly. And it, that book is called uh, The War on Cops by Heather McDonald. And, and the point of her book is, is it makes the whole uh, country less safe when you vilify cops. There were 16 unarmed black men last year killed by law enforcement officers. Only one of those killings was criminal in nature, and the officer is in prison. We, there, we are not systematically exterminating black people, and as a matter of fact, what we're trying to do is save lives, save everyone's lives. Yeah, yeah, you are. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Trump said this. I'm glad he's holding strong. There wouldn't be any other politician that have the guts to say what Trump said. It's what America's thinking, and he says what he's thinking. He has no fear. He doesn't care. He's like us, and we're like we're dying for people to go, come on. Just like he called that out Antifa. He called them out, and other politicians right. were too scared to do it. You know, it's time after time, Thanks. he's the one that's out in front of this. Well, what's sad is too much of law enforcement leadership are like our chief here in Tucson who, who chooses the easy, the quizzling route to go with the yeah. mob and the elite and just take, you know, when he stood with Black Lives Matter in Richmond, mm-hmm. held up that sign, he, he picked a side, the wrong side, but only a city like Tucson with its bizarre leftist uh, leadership would ever bring this guy in to lead the very people who are protecting all communities of all color and 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 fearlessly and that's a real problem i've had and uh, you know that well, that's one of the reasons i live in moran and not tucson there, well, yeah, there you go and, and again if you missed the show on friday we talked about or at least i talked about chris uh, chief tucson chief chris magnus uh writing an op-ed saying that it'd be dangerous if we had reciprocity letting concealed carry people, uh, it, yeah. what, if you have in Arizona, you could use it in California, Utah, whatever state you want. Um, interesting story. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. I'm sure you did. The horrific shooting at that church in Tennessee, right? Right. Uh, a guy moved here from the Sudan back in 96, actually went to that church, disappeared for a while, then shows up and starts shooting people. One woman died. Uh, however, he was stopped by a man who had a concealed carry permit. You know, this is the problem. When you have this chief of police who's there to protect rights, just wants to restrict rights, and everywhere, you know, it's, a, it's to, to, in fact, all of Arizona is proof that people will live up to your expectations. You want to, they are free and they act like free people. We have this constitutional carry, and I guarantee you, you don't want to walk into a church, a church in Arizona and start shooting, because there's a lot of free men and women packing mm-hmm. in those things that will protect their, their flock. You're right, and I, I listen. I I invited uh, 
Chief Magnus on the show because he, he replied to my tweet, but then he doesn't reply ever back to the actual uh, invitation to come on the show. And I wonder what he would say about this 22-year-old guy uh, with a concealed carry license that actually stopped the shooter. He actually got right. pistol whipped in the face by this shooter and then kind of fought him for his gun. How brave is this guy? And then shot the guy with his own gun, then went out to his own car and got his gun because he didn't have it on him, unfortunately, and then held him there at gunpoint until police got there. Because police can't be bodyguards, and, and Magnus doesn't want you to be able to do that if you travel to a different state, which is pathetic. Well, and there's always been a disconnect between what police chiefs believe about concealed carry and armed citizens and what police officers believe. PoliceOne.com did a study a few years ago. Most line-level police officers want armed, trained, legal citizens out there because of what you just said. We cannot be everywhere at once. No, and it's not your job to be everywhere at once. That's, it's, it's not it. People need to take responsibility for themselves. Um, and other law enforcement, real quick, just back to the Magnus story, uh, avoiding football for a sec. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming law enforcement, are the, are the, is the majority of the officers, are they okay with people? That, of course, go through the training and the background check and everything to have concealed carry permits? Because Magnus was writing that it actually makes police officers' jobs harder if people have concealed carry permits. Well, no, Arizona, for instance, we've had, we've had law enforcement uh, uh, dealing with people who have been armed citizens for decades, and it's simply uh, part of the training is teaching people how to respond properly. It's not a problem. No law enforcement officer, that, uh, at least most of my uh, running buddies and most of the people we teach around the country, they, there are some who will say, and they question it again. But Magnus doesn't present it as a debate. He he presents it as he's a golden one. He's a yeah. guardian with a golden soul, has to protect all us bronze people uh, with his wisdom. And and it's foolishness because you know this uh, this nation's been armed since its inception. And, there, and and again, training is a critical element. I I really do want to see everyone out there who's carrying their weapon as their constitutional right. To go out and get some training and learn their their rights, learn their learn their responsibilities, and and learn to be proficient with whatever firearm they carry. And they also need to learn how to respond to armed law enforcement and uniform law enforcement. And and our experience is most armed citizens they're not going to go rush in to our situation, but they are there to help, and they've got our back. And American law enforcement appreciates that. There you go. Uh, Dave and Betsy, thank you so much. Are you listening on the radio today or actually iHeartRadio? We're on our iHeart app. We're in Colorado, headed to Wyoming. Almost to the Wyoming border. Yep, we're going to wow. go uh, hunt some antelope, and uh, we're going to tell Ryan we're going to bring him some back. All right. Oh, I'm so happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Eat some antelope. <laughs> Ryan, got it, man. Have you seen Ryan? He eats everything. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He'll sous vide you guys. He'll, he'll, he'll sous vide it. I'll sous vide your antelope. No problem. <laughs> Unbelievable. David Benzie. Exactly. exactly. Hey, guys, thank you for calling and thank you for listening so much. And, and be safe out there, okay? All right. See you soon, guys. You Great it. job, you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. 724.